Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. I am one of your two co-hosts. I'm joined uh, today, as always, by my other co-host and good friend, Blake. Oh, hello, Jordan. I didn't see you there. <laughs> well, Partially be, because we don't use video for this. I would be alarmed just... if you could see me right now. Uh, yeah. Be a serious breach of privacy. You creep. Yeah, I've <laughs> hacked into your computer and accessed. Uh, well, actually, I'm on a computer that doesn't even have a webcam, so doesn't matter. They all the government isn't telling you, but they they're installing they webcams. They have a webcam, yeah. Uh, they they uh, can actually, actually just map your appearance based on echolocation now. Per- perhaps this year is not a good year to uh, make jokes about uh, government conspiracies. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, well, that one's too game- sophisticated to be. That's the thing I always say about government conspiracies: is you're imagining that they're more competent than <laughs> they are, right? Like, yeah. Give them way too much credit. That is like, listen, man, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give anybody any credit ever. Wow, edgy. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're we're here to talk about not conspiracies, but video mm. games, mm. Um, and specifically a video what if- game. Question, question. What if video games themselves are a government psyop? I think we will find the <laughs> answer to that by talking about this game. Okay. The answer being no, that's not true. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you what? You don't think all video games are a government psyop? No, just that one that was a um, Call of Duty knockoff that was uh, oh, those like join the army. I oh yeah. It was called. I, it was like I'm uh, pretty sure that game is still honor. Apparently, it was actually an okay game. Yeah, um, like I'm for that, sure it's still for that there. age of like mid two thousand shooters, it was like pretty well yeah. made. Um, <laughs> that almost makes it worse, though. I know, right? <laughs> okay, we uh, we really need to, to start talking. <laughs> no, about no, it. we're so. talking about a game by the name of Hexcraft Eventide Sigil. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a game by Oleander Garden uh, at Void Hyacinth uh, on Twitter uh, is the creator of this game. Uh, they are also known for designing a series of kind of cult. seems like they have a cult following the pagan trilogy of games. Um, I don't really know a lot about them. Uh, this game mm-hmm. doesn't have any connection to them, though. It's its own thing. Uh, I've, this I've game, heard the name pagan before. Yeah, as a I game. think that they had some at least one of them was fairly it got some got some reach. Uh-huh. Um, people were were interested in the you know, it's still pretty fringe, but um, it got, got a little bit viral from what I understand. Um, sure. But this game is, um, so I'll just read this sentence describing it. An experimental first-person permadeath adventure set in the post-industrial wreckage of a Midwestern town. Um, so uh, I think somewhere it also describes it as a um, uh, immersive sim, which there is some truth to that as well. Uh, it's mm. a basically, it's very abstract um, uh, game, but the sort of like, just to give you enough of a gist of it that we can talk about it is you play as some sort of uh, ambiguously identified first person character who may or may not be a knight who's ser- <laughs> searching for five relics uh, in this uh, kind of uh, decrepit former industrial town. Um, and there's a bunch of other knights that are looking for the relics as well. And, uh, the Knights of King Arthur, the Knights, the of, the Knights of King Arthur. They have like the actual names in the legend, like Lancelot and stuff. 
Uh, so there's a weird sort of like time thing going on where they're like dressed in armor. But other than that, it seems like it's the present day. Um, uh-huh. But it's all very unnerving. And you kind of go to you travel to five different um, locations in the city and uh, talk to the other knights, try to collect the relics, pick up weapons, uh, perhaps shoot the cops. And yeah. then um, the sort of main kind of draw of the game is that it um, it all takes place within three days. Um, there's time specific, uh, there's a few time specific events, like things are only in certain places at certain times. Um, and then also there's a kind of, um, background simulation running where the other knights are also trying to find these relics and they will, uh, kind of like fight each other or fight you and you can ask them for rumors and they kind Mm -hmm. they have like, um, they'll tell you like where the other relics are uh, if they've been picked up by other knights. And so it's kind of like, I think there's some degree of randomness even, but there's just like, this is all kind of going on in the background while you play. uh, And Mm -hmm. you're probably not aware. I mean, unless you'd like read about the game, you probably aren't going to be aware of that at all, or you're very obsessed and are experimenting. Cause that's another thing about this game is it's very stone faced about how it works. Yeah. Um, Let me, we'll we'll definitely want to talk about, but that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah, let me just interject very quickly that you you've laid this all out very matter of factly. Uh, none of this is communicated to you uh, no. in the game other than no. at the very at the the outset it says collect five <laughs> objects and then you're dumped into a mostly empty world that's got this sort of like bleak, brutal look to it. Uh, everyone other than uh, the knights and the police are faceless uh just sort of figures all wearing like a black t-shirt and black pants that creepily Uh, face you no matter where you're standing yeah they always look at you no matter uh where they're going uh and you just kind of walk around so i i kind of got into this game and i was like what the hell did jordan get us into i have no (laughs) idea what this game is because i'm just walking around and picking up random objects like i'm pretty sure the first thing i found was a hand grenade and i was like i don't even know what to do with this (laughs) um and so uh a lot of i guess i guess we can get into it but i I just did want to say before we get too far into it that everything jordan explained is uh not self-evident no uh, i got maybe a third between optimistically half probably closer to a third of that from actually playing the game and like tinkering around with stuff and the Mm -hmm. remainder of that i got by uh there's a sort of this youtuber who played the game uh has a discord server that people sort of uh it it became the informal game discord where people are like experimenting with things and figuring out how it all works so Hmm. that's where i got most of that information from it's yeah the i think the i mean I'll say just from the the start, I'm not going to harangue the game too much for being Sony face in this way, because I get that that is the aesthetic for a certain person. Uh, definitely reading the discord. It's clear that uh, the following of Oleander Garden uh, really likes that aspect. And that's kind of like the fun of the game is like everyone tries to figure out how to do the stuff. And it's really ambiguous. Um, Mm. the, one of their earlier games is billed as being a, um, I forget exactly what it was, but it was, uh, trying to evoke the, um, uh, an age of user hostile design, uh, Ah. just like, uh, you know, in an earlier era of computer games, uh, the games were just much less forthcoming about how to yeah. use how to even use them and i think like that um, pathologic one vibes uh i think 
Yeah, I actually think that might be a bit of a inspiration for this game, although I never played Pathologic. But yeah, that's a great example. I, I never played it either, but I it's it's I feel like it's sort of a a a big um it's 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 a, a game it's one of those classic game designers games that uh sure. most people haven't played it, but you've almost certainly played a game uh, a game by made by someone who would found that game to be very influential you know yeah. what i mean yeah 100 percent. yeah it's like one of those games everyone's played indirectly or something yeah <laughs> yeah um, kind of to a to a lesser extent certainly because it's like a it was like a big budget triple a game but like far cry 2 is kind of the most popular yeah of such games where it's like uh definitely this isn't a game about having fun it's to a certain extent it, it makes me glad that you brought up that it's intentionally user hostile because for a lot of playing this game, I was kind of convinced that it was like trying to do this ambiguous mystery thing. And in in my opinion, I felt like it was sort of failing by burying the lead a little bit too much and having to have, you know, sort of uh, seeking outside sources to figure out not even to just figure out what's going on, but to even be uh, led on to the fact that there is some sort of mystery or, you know, yeah. something is Yeah, it's like, it's so, it's so stony faced that it's like, you, you can't even orient yourself. You can't even no. figure out how to ask the right questions. You know, like you're just, no. you're flailing around at the beginning. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's why I think, and that's why I did want to like sort of mention the, the, the sort of like discord community up front. Cause I do think that that's, um, you know, a lot of games, I think it's kind of more authentic to kind of like wait to see what the community is saying till you've given you've dipped your toes in a bit yourself. But I think this mm. game is almost ARG esque in the degree to which it's kind of like you got to be engaging with outside sources in order to. Yeah to do you so, be you know, hip to the jive to know <laughs> to know what the hell to even on. know what to do. Yeah, which, you know, we can uh, argue about uh the virtues or vices of that decision but i definitely think uh -huh. that's kind of and the, we will <laughs> and we will but that's kind of the um uh certainly the the effect it's had um uh-huh so um where to start with this game so <laughs> yeah i have no idea <laughs> um well i'll just start with the the sort of like maybe we can start by like talking about what we did in the game sure. so i'm i'm curious how much uh how you know far through a run quote unquote you actually uh -huh. got in this i get there also is something a little bit roguelike about it just in the sense that you kind of like sure. take your knowledge gained from previous yeah you know you don't I mean, save you never save you just die yeah, and that's, play again after having learned something it's kind of literal roguelike in that it's like you die none of your progress is saved the only thing you take with you to the next run is what you learned from the previous run exactly uh so how far i got through a run you ask uh to which i ask or to which i answer i have no idea uh <laughs> i i think i got three of the the relics one time mostly by accident the first time i played the game because i was just kind of running around just picking up whatever objects I saw to try and figure out, you know, find out if I could uh, find any reason for picking them up. Uh, and then was uh, unceremoniously murdered uh, for uh, just having a gun, I guess. Well, I, I think I did accidentally shoot the gun. I, I took, I got out the yeah. gun and shot it. And then, uh, but if you, if you even just equip it uh, in someone's sight, um, 
you'll get attacked. Oh, really? And, well, I uh, was actually, all, I wasn't in anyone's sight. The civilians will also all freak out and run away from you. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of an eerie uh, thing when, like, all these yeah. faceless civilians who are always facing you, despite them not having faces, uh, yes. <laughs> and they just, like, are huddled in the corner of a room as yeah, you, like... Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. They'll, um, they'll even, like, go into buildings and close the door. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite... Can they lock the doors? Uh, I w- did not encounter a situation in which they could. Um, gotcha. I did follow a few of them, uh, which is something about this game I want to kind of talk about later, just <laughs> how you kind of become this mass shooter villain. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I, I tried following a few of them and the doors were unlocked. So I think sure I did not get the impression that that is a thing. But as I mentioned with this game, you don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does not want to let you know anything you know it's this kind yeah. of uh yeah like you're, you're sort of in uh the the main thing you're interfacing with that gives you any hint toward what to do is when you talk to the knights and they all speak in this sort of weird hard to understand it's not even like it's not even like real ye olde english like it i feel like it, it is written almost to emulate someone who is not a native english speaker you yeah know what it I mean? sounded like, it sounded to me like if you took a um old english uh and passed it through google translate once or twice or something like that uh-huh, like like sure. um like it uses some like old english english words and like uh-huh. like old timey syntax but it just kind of sounds weird <laughs> yeah and there are just like words missing at times where it's just like wait what yeah. um and they but they'll say things like you ask them about artifacts and they'll give you a vague hint uh, or they'll tell you about other people that they saw in other places, which to me, it was pretty unclear what that meant until I think I talked to you a little bit. And yeah, that was not um, clear to me either until I. Um, yeah, be, which I think is maybe my biggest uh, beef question mark with this game is that uh i think you you kind of uh got to the heart of this earlier where you where you said uh i don't i don't even know what questions i'm supposed to ask yeah uh, exactly because it's it's kind of hard to feel engaged for me personally uh with a game that doesn't seem to want you to understand anything about it like <laughs> i think you know what i mean like it, yeah. it's it's not it's not like uh you know i try uh trying to think of games that are like really want the player to direct themselves something like outer wilds which uh is a game that i ended up loving but also found to be really frustrating uh in the way that it just uh it kind of sets you to your own devices without fully uh teaching you without without being sure that it's taught you what you need to know and this game just like kind of cuts out the whole step of uh, even trying to teach you anything about itself yeah which <laughs> i i think i think the 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 thing is is uh it's not invalid for such a game to exist and clearly a certain type of person really likes engaging with it uh but for me it, it it's it's kind of hard for me it's like I don't even know what quite to compare it to. Um, yeah, the I I think that you're. This is another reason why I kind of um, found the experience to be vaguely ARG esque. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Um, because I think that that's an aesthetic that a lot of ARGs use as well, where it's like, because so many of them are, are like viral ad campaigns, uh, where it's like the your initial impression of it is like, oh, I don't know what it is I am interfacing. Like, you don't even know if it's a game at first. Uh-huh. And I think that this, this game also does something, uh, you know, it's so so sort of like bare of any instructions that you're mm-hmm. you don't even have the ability to like orient yourself when you first start using it. you're like what yeah. i don't even know what well, object is on my computer right now um and i i do also think that like the kind of person who likes you know dealt like data mining it's like the kind of person who likes to data mine um blaze ball right like there's a certain uh, kind of like like person who really likes this sort of like crazy deep dive figure out how the game works but they're you know they're a very specific person and they're usually not me but uh (laughs) yeah i I guess i guess for me the thing was is uh i i i kind of want something to pique my curiosity whereas this game doesn't even seem interested in piquing my curiosity right like if not for asking you what the hell that like if if i were to come to this game of my own devices i would have played it for 15 minutes and never thought about it again you know uh Uh, just because it's it's like it's not just that it's inscrutable it's that it doesn't even seem to raise a question for me to want the answer to or or you know it doesn't it doesn't pique my curiosity and but the thing is is i can tell to a certain extent that that's all intentional um, yeah, and I think it's just a very acquired taste. It would be my yeah, totally. And I think evaluation. also there's a kind of um, I do think that it uh, I mean you know so like on uh, Oleander Gardens uh, Twitter and on uh-huh. the itch page, you know some of the more com- complex uh, systems of this game are advertise like it says mm-hmm. a complex and dynamic agent based town simulation or oleander garden has this big long twitter thread where uh where she talks about how much um the like how much depth there is to the the ai of the the knights and it's like mm-hmm. wow i would that would not even have begun to occur to me uh, just mm-hmm. playing the game itself uh, so i do think that there is um uh i you know again maybe just a taste thing but i do wish that it had kind of teased some of those mechanics to you yeah. early on like just uh-huh. I, I i like the way you put it of like prompt you to ask a question like the uh-huh. i'll talk about this in a second but the i actually think the the ai system of the knights is actually super cool but i wish uh-huh. it would have like you know you know early on given yeah. me a little more hint that you know these knights have a kind yeah. of reactive um they, they react to the state of the world sure in, in a way that yeah. was not clear I, to me at all it really seemed like they just had random lines they were spouting at me uh, yeah with, and, with, with minor hints about where i didn't even realize it was dynamic uh-huh. like the rumors i thought it was no, literally they, just, they were just telling you where and when you could find a relic it was just a little hint, sure. like oh go yeah. to the waterfront on day two and I was yeah. like, okay i'll try so, that next time so I, I had a little bit of the benefit of uh, after the 15 minutes where were I playing this, uh, you know, for just my own enjoyment, I would have stopped. <laughs> I texted you being like, what the hell is this game and how do I interface it with it on a level? And you kind of I think you sent me that that Twitter thread of the the uh, developer sort of like talking through the system driving it. And yeah, to me, even uh, there's only 
there were only like two moments where that was even exposed to me. And, uh, the first time was before, uh, I had any understanding of what it was. And I was like, well, I just was killed for, uh, no reason. And I don't know why. And I, (sighs) that's a pretty frustrating thing to happen. Um, yeah. And then, but then another one was actually kind of cool and was like, oh, I see. So I, I started to get the impression that like, okay, maybe if, maybe if on a baseline level, I sort of enjoyed my, my, uh, moment to moment playing of this game a little more, I could like get to those sort of, uh, uh, exciting, um, what do you call it? Emergent moments of mm-hmm. just like, oh, what the hell? Because, uh, a lot of that stuff is happening totally independently uh of you the player which which is interesting because it sort of presents it's like it's not the clockwork world of hitman right like it's not here's a bunch of characters acting in a loop uh on a loop doing the same thing predictably insert yourself into this loop break the loop turn the loop into another loop and use it to your advantage to you know enact your goals instead Mm -hmm. it's here's these sort of like uh wild unpredictable actors whose behaviors you don't even know what the what the consequences of their behaviors are or what's triggering one behavior or another mm-hmm. uh and so you're just sort of uh you're sort of thrust into this position of uh trying to understand something that doesn't want you to understand it you know what i mean yeah yeah totally i think that's um yeah that's definitely a good way to 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 put it uh the the the, um yeah it it definitely feels like the the game was you know not trying to uh you know invite you into its secrets or something something like Uh that um Mm -hmm. uh the and in 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 fact i um i almost uh feel like i i enjoyed reading about this game more than i enjoyed playing it like the uh-huh. i i went through almost the entirety of the the chat history of the little discord server that has sprung up around around um around it and uh that felt more like it was creating the sort of like uh mystery experience of like like wow mm. the the nice react when you do this um is yeah. as much i i enjoyed uh reading someone else discover that more than trying to discover it myself. Although at the same time, I'm also someone who uh, enjoyed reading the Blaseball wiki much more than maybe not more than, but that was one part about Blaseball that I really enjoyed. I mean, uh, so. that's, that's kind of the whole thing for a lot of people with Blaseball. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like uh, just dive in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. That being said, I do want to talk about the, the night mechanic a bit. Um, uh-huh. just, uh, you know, even if we didn't encounter it firsthand, uh, I do think it's kind of interesting. So the, basically the other knights are also, it seems on like the same mission that you are, they're trying to get the relics. Um, and they, uh, they can get them. And if they grab the relic, then the, the spot where the relic is hidden, the, um, it'll change. So sometimes like one of them's hidden behind a bookcase. Uh, if a knight has stolen that one, then the bookcase is toppled over and the relic's missing. Um, mm. And then it, the relic is then on like in game on their person. And so if you kill mm-hmm. them, you can take it. Uh, and then the other knights communicate with each other. Uh, each time you change zones, the sort of like 
mental game state of the Knights will update and they will mm-hmm. all acquire new rumors about the location of uh, the other relics. So if one well, of them... They can acquire hearsay and can't they also like actually know if they saw something personally? Uh Yes, I, I, I thought I saw somewhere that there's a distinction between them having heard a rumor from someone else and having seen it or have firsthand knowledge that it's true uh, or whatever. I, I think there is some difference, but I don't remember what it was. Like, I don't know if there's a chance their rumors are wrong or something like that. Well, I, I think I think what it was is that they when you ask them for rumors, sometimes they'll say, I heard so and so was here versus I saw so and so here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or that sort of thing. Yeah, which I'm trying to think of what difference that would make mechanically. I guess it gives you information about where it is, because if they uh-huh. saw it, then it's it's in the area. Yeah, that mm. makes sense. Um, uh, but yeah, then so then it kind of is like that's how you chase the knights around to to find what you're looking for. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, so I, they Lancelot is in the suburbs. I should go there and murder him. Um, had, so does do the rumors ever be like, uh, wow. What do the rumors ever be like? But uh, <laughs> what I was, what I was trying to ask is, uh, will the rumor that you get from someone ever say something like Lancelot has X relic or um, how do you, how are you? I saw it's more like, um, they, they say someone was carrying the relic through the waterfront. Okay, so it will say because I I never I never got a hint that was like the uh, that a person has a relic. I only ever got so and so has been here, and I was like, I don't oh, know why I'm supposed to care about where people have been. I see. It's pro- that's probably a function of me dying too much and not making it to <laughs> like second or third days. Um, yeah, because most of the time they don't have the. Um uh it they don't often you know they there's a kind of lag before they get the relic too because it's you know, yeah. trying to simulate the fact that they're also searching so like sure. it's more likely that the relic will be in the hands of another knight by day two yeah i did um, i did have one time where there was a relic that i had gotten in a previous run and i was like oh maybe i'll see if i can go get that one and it was gone um yes yeah i i think too. i died shortly thereafter but <laughs> but it did happen yeah um and then since they're also trying to hunt it, they will also kill each other. Um, Mm -hmm. And then if they fight, the police will intervene. Uh, So Mm. the police will sometimes kill the knights. Um, And then if you or the knights kill the police, uh, if, if four, the number I saw in the discord was four, if four or more police get killed in an area, then the police will abandon that area. uh, And they'll stop coming to that area. And then the last thing that happens is if a certain, um, this is another mechanic that wasn't totally clear to me, but it seems like it's triggered by the amount of violence that has happened or uh-huh. perhaps the number of relics you have. But sometimes cultists will show up and uh, try to kill you. Uh, yeah. Or they'll also kill the knights. So I'm glad you brought up the knights fighting because I <laughs> I had an experience. It was, this was maybe the 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 moment uh, where I was decided that this game wasn't bad. It's just not for my tastes uh but still has some cool ideas uh (laughs) and it's that i was walking around an area and i had i had previously in a in a previous uh life died and so i was kind of like trying to totally avoid guns or doing anything that i 
I, I frankly, a few of the time, one of the times, especially I got shot twice from behind, never saw really who killed me and didn't had no idea what happened. That was where my frustration was at the highest point. But uh, this time I heard gunshots and I was like, oh shit. I was just like in some building and then running up into the building is, is a night. And so I'm like, oh God, this guy's trying to come kill me. But then I realized he's not the one shooting. There's another night chasing him, shooting at him. Uh, and then they, those two run upstairs past me. Uh, and I'm like, still, I'm still trying to figure out if they're trying to kill me or just each other. <laughs> and they run into this room and then like three cops come charging up as well as I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So I run and hide in the, the room next door and I get out a gun because I'm like, if these guys are coming to kill me, I gotta, I gotta defend myself. Uh, but then I hear a lot of shooting from the next room. And then I, so I put away the gun and the cops come in and look at me and then they just kind of like turn around and go back out. <laughs> and I went into the other room and there's just two dead knights, like the corpses <laughs> in there. And I didn't, uh, one thing I did find is that the, the in managing the inventory and objects on the ground is really annoying because, uh, yeah, when people <laughs> die, all of their inventory gets dumped out, uh, on top of each other yeah. and they all spin at the same rate. So you can't actually tell what they have until you pick all of it up. <laughs> and uh, you don't actually have that much inventory space. Like, you no, know. you do not have that much inventory <laughs> space. And so I didn't know if one of those knights had the, re I assume one of them probably had a relic. Uh, and that's why they were shooting at each other. But at the time, I'm not sure that I knew that that's why knights would be shooting at each other. I just knew something happened and uh, these knights are trying to kill each other. So that was yeah. that was kind of a cool thing that was like, oh, so this game like has a lot going on. I just don't understand it. And maybe I'm not that interested in understanding it, but <laughs> someone is. And this game is for that person. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like the I had a similar moment where the confusion went from, you know, regular confusion to being intrigued. The more I learned about the sort of emergent interactions of the knights with each other and with the police, uh, because that's the sort of thing that is. Um, I, I, I'm a sucker for those, those sorts of situations in, in games where like you stumble on something that is happening kind of, uh, external to you. Like, you know, you're sure. wandering through the wilderness in an open world game and like two factions were fighting each other just because the systems collided, not because of anything you particularly did, uh, to uh -huh. influence it. Um, so I thought that was, that was super cool. Um, uh, and it, I like also that um, it seems like there was an attempt to give the characters a kind of uh, a bit of personality uh, expressed mm. through their their mechanics. Although this one, this was a little more ambiguous to me. But some people on the Discord opened up the uh, some of the the JSON data files for the the game, and they uh. all the the knights have like a bunch of weird um, uh, weird stats like suicidal false psychotic false uh, oh lovely hunt skill zero combat skill one depression mm. zero and so it um it seems like based on people's experiments that most of those start at zero or false and then depending on the what happens in the game they'll their mood will change so like if they huh. depending on what they do and encounter they will become more suicidal or violent and eventually Lovely. they might just like go on a shooting spree um that's that's great 
And then also uh, yeah. they have different uh, abilities and skills for finding the relics. So some of them are better at finding relics than others. And so it's more likely that, I don't know who, but like say Lancelot will get yeah. a certain relic. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you bring up like <laughs> suicidal depression. Cause I think another, another reason I, this game uh, feels not for me uh, is that it, it kind of has this not not a lot of this is explicit or really uh it's it it was it did not become clear to me through the game itself but more through other uh exploration mostly that you sent me uh <laughs> that this game has a pretty pretty dark uh cynical sort of st- i feel i don't know if it really is a fully a story but it 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 kind of has some uh some pretty dark things that it's kind of trying to talk about as you get deeper in. I don't know if you interface with that much or, uh, or like read about it very much. Yeah, um, I read about it a little bit. There was one, there was one thing that I noticed in game and was like, is that a reference to X? And that's the, um, if you'll remember in the downtown area, the pizza uh-huh. parlor is called asteroid pizza. And I was mm. like, that sounds like comet pizza which is the comet ping pong, which is the, the pizza place that, um, famously the pizza gate conspiracy was, was convinced that John Podesta Mm. and Hillary Clinton were running a child sex trafficking ring out of. Um, Mm. and so this, uh, I'm pretty sure it is supposed to be a reference to, cause the, the creators talked about the fact that there's like some Q anon, um, and like alt right mythology, uh, that's kind of sprinkled in because it's sort of, Oh, and they also described it as an incel rage simulator or something like that. It's kind of like about, um, I thought it was incel terrorism. Simulator. Yeah. Incel terrorism simulator. That's what it was because yeah. it's kind of a, a, about this kind of like, uh, you know, young white isolated man who becomes radicalized through their, their mixture of their view and of the world and the communities they become a part of. And then, um, you know, becomes a lone wolf terrorist. And one of the one of the endings for the game is this uh, um, newsreel show says there's been a terrorist attack. Um, and it seemed and it's, you know, as this game does, it's very ambiguous what exactly that means in the world of the game. But uh, it seems like it might might be triggered by one of the other knights shooting up an area. Um, hmm. so it's kind of, it, it, it seems like the game insofar as it is about anything is about like these crazy obsessive people who might be in cells or all right people and who hmm. are violent and are concerned, uh, convinced that they are like these big important knights uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess having not experienced any of that in the game myself, I don't really <laughs> want to like speak too much to the, the truth of those claims. I know there was a, a video review that you sent me where um, there was sort of a comparison drawn to like uh, the Knights being quote unquote, nice, nice guys and sort yeah, of the representation I saw, that one of felt like that. a little more of a stretch to me, but I mean with this yeah, game, I, maybe you need a stretch of it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think for me it's a little bit hard for to to parse something when I haven't experienced it myself, so I can't really say. I wouldn't put it past this game because certainly it seems 
uh, grim and cold in a way that it, it seems like it would probably be getting at those sorts of uh, themes. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what quite to make of this game. I think it, it has some interesting ideas, but I think the it's 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 one of those things. I don't know if you ever have this with like a movie or something where you're like, I know there's things about it that are good or interesting, but they just don't interest me personally. Like I kind of have this, uh, this thing with like a lot of horror movies or media where if there's there, like the movie hereditary is my favorite example where like, it's a very well-made movie, but I really, I hated watching it and I never want to watch it again. And I almost wish I hadn't, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, it's not that I think the thing is bad and people shouldn't enjoy it. I just think that it is not for me at all. Right. Uh, you, regardless you can only of how good it is. It's, it's like uh good qualities from like a clinical remove. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, it's I like, see what this is doing. Yeah. It's like, but, I, un- <laughs> I'm like, I suppose I understand why a person would like this thing. Personally, I hate it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I, I guess I, I like to think I have enough uh, self-awareness to, to realize, uh, you know, it's not when I was younger, perhaps I didn't have this where, uh, you know, you can hate something and not necessarily think it's bad. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can hate things that you think are good. <laughs> it's weird. You can have complicated can uh, relations to things. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think I am. Um, I I think I probably enjoyed this game on its own terms a little more than you did. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely had a, a similar uh, a similar response. One of the reasons why I. Uh, didn't uh explore this game myself as much as i would have liked to is also it's just like sort of a similar thing with the horror issue because uh, i feel that way same way about horror a lot i don't often enjoy watching horror much myself but this game mm-hmm. is just really kind of creepy and unsettling and uh-huh. whenever you're going through the the like uh, underground hallways in some of the areas i was just like scared to turn around the corner uh, oh. so I, I also, that, that had a similar effect for me as well, where I was like, this is creepy and I don't like wondering uh. if I'm going to get shot at by a police officer when I go around the corner. Uh, yeah. so I'm, uh, I'm going to read about that's, it. That's, that's interesting. Cause I, I didn't really have the feeling of like being scared during the game. I, I don't, I don't even know quite how to, to put it. I just kind of got the feeling that the the way the game presented itself uh led me to be like this is not going to be something that i really am interested in engaging with (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i I should say i got less and less scared and the reason i was scared was in part because of something that happened in game i was uh uh, i was in the waterfront the first area i ever went to and i went uh deep into one of those warehouses and i had the Uh shotgun and eventually I was just like, okay, what happens if I just shoot the gun? So I just shot uh-huh. it a few times and nothing really happened. I just didn't think about it. Little did I know uh, that someone had heard you cops. and was slowly so making their way towards you. They were slowly making you. their way towards me. So like literally two minutes later, I was doing something else and I like <laughs> go around a corner and a cop's just right there and starts shooting at me. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. I like jumped in my chair. Um, yeah. And so now for the rest of the game, I was expecting jump scares sure. that weren't there. sure fair enough yeah yeah i didn't have that moment i did have a moment where i got killed for seemingly no reason i still don't know what would have caused it or who killed me but i did have a moment where it was just kind of like oh cool (laughs) um anyway do you have any other thoughts about this uh this game um 
Do I have other? I think we touched on everything. I maybe just to say that uh, it is worth noting that if it's not obvious, there's uh, some parts of this game we did not uh, encounter unclear how much. Um, There's Uh a secret ending I know that I never saw. Um, The probably a lot of other stuff I didn't really. Uh, understand or see so you know we're we're only uh talking about the, the yeah the portion of it that we were able to access so uh-huh. uh, if you're uh-huh. if you're at all intrigued by what we've what we've uh what we've described you should uh check out the itch page and look at it a little more and see if it's something you might be interested in it is it is mm-hmm. ten dollars so a little more expensive than some of the games we normally play for the podcast but yeah if a little you, more expensive than free yes uh, or even a, among a lot of the games, games that cost money. I think the most expensive yeah. game we played for the podcast was one hour, one life. I think it was 20 bucks. Oh yeah. That was 20 bucks. Yeah. Wow. But, really breaking, uh, really breaking the proverbial bank. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Someday we'll find the, the legendary itch game that costs the full $60. Yeah. But we, we haven't found it yet. Yeah. Or we just find a triple a game that, uh, is so weird and inscrutable. I don't think it'll happen. Probably the closest we could have gotten was like death stranding, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I've, I've already invested the 40 hours to beat death stranding (laughs) and I doubt that you would. I think it's unlikely I would. Yeah. (laughs) I think death stranding is a great example of a game that I can appreciate on a purely intellectual level and have no interest in playing for myself. <laughs> yeah. And to, to you, I say fair enough as a person who enjoyed a, a significant amount of the death stranding that I played, I can say fair enough. I do not, I do not begrudge people who were like, Hey, this is terrible. I hate this. I'm like, that's fair. I wouldn't even go that far. I think it's, um, uh, I think it sounds like it's doing some interesting things, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, I don't. The, think I but know. the un, the uninteresting things that it does around the interesting things are not worth the. Well, price even of even many of the interesting things sound are, are interesting to me as ideas more than it sounds like they would be to play. Like the sure, way the way sure. you described to me some of the like uh, uh-huh. transporting mechanics, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. How elaborate that is. I don't yeah. want to have to try and finagle it myself. Yeah, I'm 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 the weirdo freak that's like I like trudging around and go I like I like taking the long way around because if you step on a rock that's too big you're going to fall on your ass. I like that. Uh yes, also that I got the game for free right. with my graphics card. So the <laughs> the price for entry well, was free uh, or included it, it was, with $500. It was bundled. It, it, listen, I was going <laughs> to buy the expensive graphics card anyway. So semantically, it was yeah. <laughs> Death Stranding was free. <laughs> anyway, uh, clearly now that we're talking about Death Stranding, we are uh, uh, off topic, uh, okay. and so uh, uh, we it, can move on happens. and uh, tell people about the game we're playing next week, which is a game called Looper, which looks decidedly more scrutable uh, <laughs> and uh, subtle, or and uh, you know more joyful. Uh, and by more joyful, I mean it's got colors. Yeah, it's got a color in it. Um, so this uh, looks to be some kind of puzzly, not not quite a puzzle game, sort of a a puzzle action game where um, you sort of are a little blip on these uh, moving sh- or sometimes moving, sometimes static shapes, and you have to sort of find the sync points between different shapes to move between them without being uh, hitting into obstacles. Uh, 
and it looks kind of kind of fun kind of neat so we'll be checking that out next week uh do you want to tell the people about twitter uh yes so We'll be playing that game next week, which is by Shortbread on Itch is the name of the user. But if you'd like mm. to get such an update to either that episode or a link to the game, if you'd like to play it yourself, um, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. That is where we handle all the uh, updates, communications about the podcast. So uh, if you're interested in getting those updates, um, follow us there. Uh, and then also if you're interested in um, uh, suggesting a game for us to play, uh, we did something you found on itch or somewhere else. Um, we'd love to, we'd love to hear about it. If you think it'd be a, a good fit for the podcast. So follow us at EdgeGuardCast, cast looper next week, and we will talk to you then. <laughs>